Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. BYU beat Tennessee in Knoxville. What does that mean for the program? Rivals has arrived. Okay, welcome back again to another episode of Rivals. That guy over there is Jason Buck, and over there, by I mean he's in Chicago over there, and I'm over here, uh, and I'm Scott Mitchell. We're the hosts of this crazy show. Uh, BYU, Jason's alma mater, actually went into Knoxville, Tennessee in front of 92,000 people and a nice television audience on ESPN and beat the Vols in overtime, double overtime, uh, 26-23, I believe, was the final score. And so uh, my question is, uh, is this a good win for BYU? Does it matter? Or where where does this one kind of fit in um, where the program is right now? Well, it was a much needed win, so it was a great win. You know, especially traveling to Tennessee in front of ninety-two thousand people, and you know, front of such a great format, right? And a great ESPN crowd. Amazing you venue. Know, I, I'll, was that? I just said yes. An amazing venue, no question. Oh, ma- amazing venue, right? And 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 so it's a great win, and BYU really needed it. I mean, that would have been their first zero and two start since, like, I think they said, like ninety four or ninety five, somewhere in there. So it's been a long time, and they, so it's a good win, no matter what. Yeah, the Tennessee team, we hit Tennessee at the right time. You know, we got a, a solid BYU team, and you know, Tennessee team that was really struggling, and they kept the game close. They managed it much better. It's the way that I wanted them to manage the Utah game. Keep it close. Keep it close with a chance to win at the end, and they did. They kept it close. You know, Tennessee blew that last coverage, which was unbelievable. They weren't in a more of a prevent, and the guy bites, and they get that big, beautiful pass over the top and put it in overtime. Yeah, it's it's one of those so, elementary things. A cornerback sure surely should have not been so tight to the line of scrimmage. I mean, what hurts you is deeper down the field. BYU doesn't have right. But it's, but it's you, like you saw so high type stuff. Right. You're you, like, yeah, you saw I, some. I, I, would, I would have been surprised if Tennessee's coach would have been fired after that game with an all well, start. Well, that that's my point. Is you saw a Tennessee team that was poorly coached. They certainly have. Yeah. Do they have all the athletes? No. Are they probably more uh, loaded with athletes than BYU? They might be, uh, but they certainly were were not very well coached. And no. and, and so some people are saying, well. You know, relax, BYU. This isn't that big a win because Tennessee may not win a game all year. And I, I, I'm of a different opinion, and I have a way different take on all of this because I think it was a tremendous win for BYU. 
Yeah, I don't care. It was a great win for BYU. I don't care what how poor a team is. It's like the Wisconsin game a year ago was a was a great win for BYU. And even though Wisconsin didn't end up the season as the number six team in the country, it's still a storied program. It's a Big Ten. This is Power Five football. Yeah. That, you know you're winning against. Yeah. But here, here's the and thing. Here's win the is a win. Here's the thing. I think people need to remember about Zach Wilson. Because in all of what's happening at BYU, he's really a key role in this. You saw a week ago where he throws interceptions and BYU loses. And yep. when he plays smart and doesn't do it, they've got a chance to win. So that so there's it's a tale of two cities there, right? Well, don't you think the coaches helped him play smarter this week, though? Well, you, you, you want to hope so, but that that's my whole point. Right. Is, they is, ran the ball better. Williams look, got a lot more touches. Yes, but it's it's more than that to me, Jason. Zach Wilson's only he only played seven games a year ago. It's not like he played a whole season. He's yeah. still he's yeah. still essentially a freshman. He's still a guy that's gonna he, he's learning in these situations. So right. the BYU game was invaluable, or the Utah game invaluable, even though it stunk. Like it's. And that's what people need to remember. Right, taught him a lesson. No matter what happens, it's all data. It's all stuff to learn from. It's all stuff where you yep. grow. And so Zach Wilson going into a big-time venue against an SEC opponent on national television, that's a tough environment, whether they're good or bad or whatever. And these, right. are, these are those opportunities where he's, he's going to learn. And so he, he took a major step forward inexperience and 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 you you can you can throw out that BYU's offense stunk for three quarters it doesn't matter that what matters is you find ways to win games and it doesn't matter how good or how bad an opponent is that year it's still football it's still experience yes and I've said this a million times Jason about Zach Wilson I said what there's a there's a there's a factor about him you can't necessarily quantify but he's the kind of talent where this guy can actually win maybe two, maybe three games a year that you shouldn't win, that you're out-talented. And he, right. and, he ha- and he has that ability. And this game was an example of the kind of player that that he can grow into and potentially be- become. Because Oh, it absolutely was. Because he, if that was Tanner Mangum in that game, they don't win that game. You you you. you you're probably right, but you, I mean, he does not make that play, that pass, you know, to put him into overtime. But it's not just—it's not magic. just a pass in overtime or, or to get it to overtime. It's then how he played in overtime, and he right. made some great throws, and they had some great, and he, you know, he, they answered two times. They hadn't really answered all game in the red zone in the pressure situation when the game was on the line. The guy went, yep. took his team down the field, and they scored two touchdowns. In overtime, it consecutively, and and I'm just telling you, that's that's the that's the value of Zach Wilson to me. No, I agree a hundred percent. And he came out of that with more experience and more confidence, and the team more confidence. And I don't care, you know, people want to excuse it and say it was a bad Tennessee team. I could care less. Like you said, it was a big time venue with ninety two thousand people, SEC opponent. It was a must win game for BYU. They went out and got it. They got the experience, you know, from the game that you said. They got a, a little boost in their spirit coming out of it, you know, to come come into this week. And, and Zach Wilson's, I agree, he's the guy that's going to get him two or three more games. So now, um, the, now the key, now the key is figure out. Okay, 
If we're going to play big-time football, you know how it is in the NFL. you got to show up every week. So you have a big win, a big win on the road. Next week you're at home and you got a tough opponent, and that's that's big boy football. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's going to be the lesson to be learned this next week for BYU because then guess what happens the week after that? They play Washington. And, and they play Washington. And if, you're, and if you're going to be in the big boy leagues, that's – that's the way the story is. And you so, play Boise State. You play Boise. Right? Well, no, and they play Toledo. They play South Florida. Then they play Boise. They play Utah State. That's so, Boise. So, Utah State. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a tough six weeks coming up for B, for BYU, and um, it is. So you got to figure out how to how to manage all that. And you know what? There, I, I like Zach Wilson. I'm with you. I think if Utah had a Zach Wilson, I, I would put him Pac-12 champions and Final Four. I, I just like him as a pure quarterback. Tyler Huntley's playing he's a quarterback. Good. Tyler Huntley's right? playing pretty. Tyler Huntley's he's, playing pretty good, Jason. He's a he's a great running back, decent quarterback. Uh, listen to you, you hate <laughs> you hater. All right. I know I'm complimenting him. I love the kid too, but I just think I, I love. No, NFL it's 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 a it's a backhand it's a backhanded compliment. That kind of guy. It's a backhanded compliment, Jason. All right, this round of rivals is over. It's over. We're off to our corner. He's Jason Buck. That's Scott Mitchell. Uh, We are powered by kslsports.com. Find us on Facebook at the Rivals Podcast, on Twitter at the Rivals Show. Until then, well, we'll see you then.